Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Gator Nation, welcome back to the Respect Our Decision podcast. Baby, it's the bye week. Got a little time to refresh, to relax, recover, all those good things, man. Just uh, sit back and be a fan of college football and not have to stress for one weekend. I hope you guys are going to do the same. As always, I'm your boy, Hirsch, with me, CJ the Man McCann. What's up, guys? And the hype man, Wes. Good, Gator Nation. Yes, sir, guys. Like I said, man, it's a good weekend. Nice, cool outside. Go outside. Spend the weekend with your family. Do some things, man. Um, I ain't gonna say touch grass. That's another. That's another show. I ain't. I ain't here to do that mess. But um, y'all, y'all enjoy your weekend, man. But in the meantime, hopefully you give us a listen. Go out there, download us wherever you get your podcast from. And if you're checking us out on the YouTube channel, this is your first time stumbling across our little show, guys. Hey. Do us a little favor, man. Go ahead, subscribe to the channel, drop a like on the video, and hit that notification bell so you get a notification every time we drop new content. Uh, and hey, just drop us a comment in the comments below, man. Tell us what you're doing on the bye weekend. Tell us what you're going to be doing this Saturday instead of watching Gators football. Leave it in the comments below, guys. We read those every, each and every week. Um, at least this week, maybe y'all be take a little easy on us. I know y'all. They're all hyped about some of the things that we said in the raw reaction video. And I just want to say, guys, the raw reaction video is good, bad, and ugly. We're going to talk about it all. We're going to give our thoughts. Um, you may not agree with that, and that's fine. That's fine. I understand that. Um, some people just are, are just like, hey, man, we won. That's all that matters. And you're right. At the end of the day, that's all that matters. We're just breaking down what we saw in the game, what we liked, what we didn't like, you know. I'm not here to I'm obviously I'm not a coach. I don't I don't have nothing to do with what happens after that game to those young men that performed on that football field. We're just here to talk about it like normal fans. So, guys, let's talk a little recruiting. Still a lot of that going on, apparently. Um, we're going to start what we do each and every week, man. It's the DJ Lagway uh, hour update, whatever you want to call it. DJ Lagway, another absolutely phenomenal Friday on the gridiron, guys. Listen to these numbers. 26 of 30 passing. 543 yards. Five touchdowns. 43 rushing yards. And another touchdown. And a 63-9 to win. I, I don't know. Uh, man, I, I, DJ's either A, going to break 
all the Texas records that, that are out there, I don't know what they are. I'm sorry. I, maybe I need to start looking them up because he's got to be getting close to some. Um, or his coaches are going to shut him down because they got to be about ready to – they destroyed everybody they played. At some point, I'd be like, hey, I don't I – don't, I want you ready to go for the playoffs. But, you know, I'm sure they're trying to help him break some of those records before he gets out of Willis, Texas as well. But continue to follow that young man each and every week. I, I give these updates for those of you that maybe don't have social media and follow us that don't get the updates each and every week or don't see the videos of the guys that were there on three. Uh, Keith Newbear was there this last Friday, had all kinds of interviews with DJ and had videos of his touch. I mean, just if you get a chance and you're on social media, look up, just search DJ Lagway and look at some of the videos of some of the throws this young man makes as a high school football player who's still going to get coaching from, uh, I know he has a quarterback coach. Uh, You're going to get college coaching. You're just going to get all kinds of coaching. That's going to only improve his mechanics um, without messing with what he does well, which is, I mean, if the kid on the run, his throw on the run is ridiculous. It's Madden levels of, of ridiculous to see, some of the throws he makes. He's a right-handed quarterback who can roll left and throw the ball anywhere he wants on the roll left. Um, to say Graham Mertz is insanely jealous, it would be <laughs> – I kid because Graham only rolls right, guys. We know this. <laughs> um, Wes, I'm going to go to you because I know you're, you're the 24 hype man, and I'm going to go to you <coughs> real quick because I want you to talk about this. Um. You've watched all these videos. What what really excites you the most about DJ's game? That he's humble. Um, I'm, it's not the – and I think I might have said this on the podcast, uh, a previous podcast when we kind of had dialogue about this kid. It's, it's his humbleness. Uh, you saw he put something out uh, last week, I believe, and he was saying thankful to my offensive line and my receivers. Uh, I wouldn't have 40-something odd touchdowns and – over two, three thousand yards rushing. I mean, passing and uh, all these accolades that I have is because the guys up front and, and the guys on the outside. I, I can't do it by myself. And to me, when you when you're that good and yet humble, you're the type of guy that is going to want to continue to get better. And you can tell by his demeanor. Uh, he's never too. He seems from from afar. Uh, he never seems like he's too high or too low. He just seems like an even keel guy that wants to continue to get knowledge. So. Um, I, I want our fans to go and and and, and uh, that list our pod to go look up his uh, videos. They can go on YouTube and put them in and and, and just see the brilliance for itself. We're not bragging on this kid because he's a Florida Gator. He is just that dude, and he's putting up crazy Madden like numbers. It's, it's ridiculous. Uh, we we talked about how he would draw uh, people to him. Uh, you want that type of guy as your quarterback as a leader. He has all that. He gives that all. And I just can't wait till he gets up uh, in January, hopefully, uh, as an early enrollee and, and gets to learn. That's that's why I want – and to see what we've seen from Mertz, and I'm going to tie these two together, to see what we've seen from Mertz and to hear that Mertz is a gym rat. Uh, he's a videotape rat that he loves to stay into in, in the film room and, and study and study. That's what uh, – to pair these two, to bridge this from Mertz next year, no matter what happens the rest of the year, we know what we have in Mertz. The, the fight of Mertz is and to, to have DJ next year to be able to learn from that type of uh, kid, uh, that, well, that kid as well will be phenomenal for his growth and development as well. So uh, just love everything about this kid and, and happy that he's going to be a Florida Gator. Something you brought up there. Um, you know, we had this debate in our, in our Facebook chat that we had with a bunch of fans the other day about Graham Mertz returning for his, for his last season of eligibility. And some people were like, oh, man, no, we need it. We need DJ to get here, you know, and, and get to these practices so he can possibly start next year. Guys, you do not want DJ Lagway starting at quarterback for Florida next year. Your your inner fandom may want that. You're, you're like, oh, I can't wait because I'm just on this hype train and I want to see DJ get out there and start doing all these highlights I see. No, that's not what you want. You really don't. <laughs> Schedule next year is a beast. Harder than this year's. Now, regardless, obviously, I know the argument to that is well, I mean, you got to get him in there sometime, get his feet wet, yada, yada, yada. No, man. 
let him get in, get practice reps. Now, like Wes said, his his goal is to be here in January and to be able to take part actually in some bowl practices. That's what he has stated himself, which would be awesome. You go ahead, you're already getting your rapport with your with your teammates and your and your receivers, and you're learning the playbook upside down, inside out. Because hey, one thing we have seen, Graham Mertz has hit the turf a lot this year. And you've seen that man pick himself up and limp and, and drag and hands bleeding and everything else. So hopefully the offensive line will be better next year, and maybe we won't see that as much. But you're only one hit away in SEC play. Obviously, you know this from ever from the next guy up having to take a snap. But you want DJ to have time to practice with these guys, to learn, to get late game reps, not early game reps. Um, you know, hopefully we're playing UCF next year and blowing their doors off. I don't know if that game's still going to happen or not. We'll have to wait and see with the Oklahoma, Texas stuff happening. But you get him in here, and in the fourth quarter, you're, or maybe it's the Tim Tebow plan where every third series he's taking some snaps in a, in a, you know, in a set format, you know, play. But you don't want DJ Lagway taking all the snaps, being the starter, having all that pressure on his shoulders next year you want Graham Mertz <laughs> word to Nick Dallatore to come back and have that Joe Burrow second season <laughs> um it, it, it is not only that you want him to see Mertz's practice habits and you want to see him to be able to learn because people don't realize the coaches can't coach at certain points of the season so when Mertz is getting up at six o'clock and going to the indoor practice facility, watching film. He's teaching DJ how to do that and how to grow. And, and don't forget, yeah. Tim Tebow was a hell of an athlete, but he learned from a damn good quarterback on the job. Yeah. So, um, first man in, last man to leave. He's going to learn just, that from Mertz. You just, you just trust me on this. I know we all want DJ Lagway to come in here and start slinging the ball down the field and running. And, and, you know, all the things that we imagine in the future, DJ Lagway doing. But I want it in 2025. And, I, <laughs> and I'm patient enough to get there because, A, I've seen the growth of Graham Mertz in one season. This is with, you know, you got to remember, this is with very little. He got here, yes, it, with, with time to, to practice with these guys. But imagine another year to practice with Andy Jean and Trey Wilson. And Trey Webb and, you know, Aiden Mizell and Boardingham especially. Look at the rapport that those guys have already begun to establish as the season goes on. I mean, next year we knew it was going to be a, a tough year schedule-wise, but I feel much better about it now having watched what I've watched this season than I did when we recorded the first episode of this season. CJ, would you agree with that? Yeah, definitely. I think we've all been pretty upfront about wanting Graham Mertz to be back next year. Um, that's kind of like the the bookend between the two. You know, you got to have a transition there. Uh, the last thing we any of us want is to throw DJ to the wolves and and just you know we've seen that happen before and it go really bad. Um, you know, because you, you know you bust up a guy's confidence and then you know. You know, the two. You know, this this game is you know you next man up. It's next man up. It's you know people always you know the the best quarterback on the team is always the backup. Um, you know that's the way people look at it. And then you get DJ in here. He's a freshman. We are we see it with a lot of other guys all the time. It's like oh you know you get the freshman in there, and then people like to sell them out too quick and give up on them. They they sell all their stock pretty fast, you know, people, people get worried. And then, you know, that's, that can shake you, you know, that that's hard to come back from, from a young man. I mean, again, we're talking about a kid who's going to be 18 years old, just getting out of high school, you know, that's, that's a lot. Um, and, and if you bring him in and put it all on his shoulders and next season, you're the savior, here you go. It wouldn't go well. We didn't even do that with Tim Tebow. You know, everybody, you know, there was a lot of people in the fan base that wanted that back then. There was a lot of people that wanted Tebow. But you got to understand, these guys have to learn. They have to get better. They have to progress. A year in a system with a quarterback above you who's older, 
who can kind of teach you things. Because Graham's going to be much older than than Lagway at that point. You know, Graham's been in NCAA for a while now. He's been playing and college football. Have learned- Every lesson that DJ needs, like we're talking about being thrust into the spotlight right. too soon, Graham would be a perfect mentor Graham's for, hey, great, look what happened to me. <laughs> yeah, Graham was like, look, you know, Wisconsin threw me out there and I got killed. And, and you know, that that's kind of where we, where we don't want to put DJ in that position, especially not against that schedule next year. Um, DJ is going to get to play. I, I can promise you guys that. There are going to be times where we can get up and he's going to get in. And it wouldn't shock me if with his ability to run the football, if something comes up where you like make a package specifically for him, um, you're going to get to see him. We're going to enjoy the spring game. You're going to get to watch TJ probably play most of the game, uh, you know, at least the second half in the spring game to really get those reps. Um, and, and like I said, you look at where Graham is. Graham has progressed so, so well this year. That another offseason, you know, he could do much better next year. Um, he's already doing a great job at leading the team. So it, it, you feel better now. You know, it was a time, you know, where you start the season with some uncertainty, um, you know, and, and there was a lot of people who were just like, oh, you know, we're just waiting on DJ to get here. But now Graham is showing us guys, hey, look, I'm the quarterback right now. Um, and he's doing a great job with it. So you know, I know we're all excited for DJ. I'm excited for DJ. I want that guy here as soon as I can. But I, I want DJ to be successful here. And, and I think that's the main the main goal we have to look at is we want DJ to be here to be successful with guys around him. We want him comfortable. We don't want to, you know, kill his confidence or anything like that, uh, put too much on a young man at one time that's that's kind of what we want to avoid. So, yeah, I think Graham coming back is is optimal. I, I expect Graham to come back, especially with the way this quarterback class is. It is loaded. Um, this is probably his only really good year of film. Yeah. Um, you know, he's got that, some that good can't be plays. Under, that can't be uh, understated either, that he doesn't have this – tremendous catalog of film to go look at to sell to say you know would Graham Mertz possibly get drafted this year maybe but if we're talking him getting drafted he's a sixth seventh round guy right now just based fighting for a roster spot what he's got um you know he can come back next year and Graham could be a third fourth round guy um if he does does this again you know so I, I don't see any reason he wouldn't come back also last point have you guys seen the office line? You might want to wait two years before that we can get behind a, maybe a, 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 a office line that, that has the ability to give him yeah. some time. You don't want him scrambling right <laughs> off the rip. But, but like I said, hopefully that's a situation between development, recruiting, uh, and, and portal recruiting. Maybe the offensive line we look at coming in next year will be better. Um, you know, you got Cam Waits still to – to coming back from the injury. Hopefully he's improving. You've got Najee Harris is learning on the job. Very young player. He's going to, they, they really like what they've seen out of him. We've talked about Jake Slaughter has improved game by game. Uh, Leonard has improved game by game. Barber will be back. I mean, you know, it's a young offensive line that has a lot of games left to be played in them after this season. So get some competition on campus let the best five win out, you know, put it out there next year with, with Graham Mertz starting at the helm, DJ in the backup, special, you know, packages, like we said, you've still got, uh, you know, I, I think we all still kind of expect Montreal Johnson to be gone because there's not much, he can't put mo- anything else on tape except maybe making a few more receptions, uh, uh, you know, uh, but other than that, Montreal's tape is Montreal's tape. He's a downhill runner. He's he's going to be a fourth round, you know, third, fourth, whatever round pick. I expect him to be gone. That's just kind of what we've all heard. So you'd have Trevor. You'd have Webb. You'd have Carroll coming back, I would assume. Hopefully he can, depending on how, how his knee. You know. I don't know if – does Carroll have any eligibility? Yes, though? he still has his COVID year. I was, I was able to confirm that. Okay. okay. He still I, I has, didn't know if he was out or not. Yeah, he still has his COVID year to use as an eligibility year. So he can come back. Now, obviously, he had a really bad knee injury. So it happened at a good time that he'd have a full year to recuperate. But 
this is also not his first knee operation. So it's just kind of a, you know, you, you obviously on top of Kane and Daniels coming in, you probably want to go hit the transfer portal, maybe for a running back, unless you're able to somewhere late in this recruiting class, pick up another one. And I know they've talked to a few guys, but I think that's kind of like a, Hey, let's put our, put all the rods in the, in the pond and see if we can get a bite and then we'll go from there. Speaking of big fish, guys, let's 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 segue here and talk about what the what we need to really talk about on the recruiting front right now. Saturday, um, one L.J. McCray out of Mainland High School commits to the team of his choosing. Top five, obviously, Florida, Georgia, Florida State, Miami, and Auburn. Um, three have separated themselves from that group: Florida, Florida State, and Georgia. Two have really kind of, if you believe what's out there, slid away from that. And that's Florida, Florida State, a a good old-fashioned Florida battle. Uh, LJ McCray, if somehow you happen to be listening to this episode, by the way, happy 18th birthday to you, brother. Today being his 18th birthday, uh, hope you had a great one. Hope you're ready to, to make a good commitment this weekend. All right, let's talk about where we're at and what we've heard. And we know there's a lot of buzz on the social media channels. Woo, social media. Um. Favoring Florida State right now. Oh, go, go, go check out this, you know, his Twitter page. He's liking a lot of Florida State posts. Let me, let me just speak to you real quick. Uh, random Gator 61894 on message boards or, or Twitter or wherever. Quit trying to decode the secret message of where a kid is going to commit by Twitter likes. It's, it ain't there. This young man and his family play things very close to the vest. They don't – there's a reason Whitfong is out there saying, well, I think Florida State kind of kind of has the momentum right now, but he isn't putting in a crystal ball for Florida State because he don't know. <laughs> there's just not any information out there. And Steve Whitfong isn't out there scouring the kids' lights on Twitter to try to figure out, What's going on? Why has Florida State got some momentum as of right now? Well, it's very, very simple. One, his last visit was there. (laughs) I mean, wherever your last visit is, is where you're usually going to get the most chatter. B, he's got a girlfriend that's going to to, to Florida A&M right there in Tallahassee. So, therefore, speculation be having it that he wants to be close to her. Guys. Throw all that logic out the window. That's not how this works. <laughs> um, here, here's where we're at right now. Florida feels very good. Florida State feels very good. Georgia's kind of fading out of it. Um, rumor on the street is that they're trying to get um, 2025 defensive end Elijah Griffin to reclassify to the 24 class. He's out of he's out of Savannah. And they're trying to get him to reclassify and commit to them. So they've kind of – now, don't get me wrong. Kirby's still going to recruit the kid regardless. You know how it works. This right now, from all accounts that really matter, is a Florida-Florida State battle. There's a lot of things out there for the Gators to feel very good about. I know a lot of people are like, oh, I've seen this before, man. I've, I've been I've been hurt. Wes is one of them. Wes Wes has got the PTSD. He's down there. He's messaging me earlier. Oh man, I hate this. Uh, I've got PTSD. Oh man, you just just got to roll with it. <laughs> CJ, how are you feeling about this recruitment as it as it comes close to winding down? I like I said, I'm 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 vibing um, at this <laughs> point. I'm just hanging. Uh, I like the class as it sits right now. I'd love to add LJ McCray. Uh, I think, you know, I feel, I think there's a lot of people within the program that feel really good about it. Uh, Florida State's going to feel good about it. They got the last visit. I understand that. He's probably told them a lot of nice stuff too. Um, And that's what these kids do. There was a lot of, a lot of recruitments last year that we felt the same way. um, And and it didn't work out, but there's some that do work out. That's the thing with recruiting. It's, it's not for everybody. It could go either way. Uh, things change overnight with these kids. They change their mind on a whim. Um, you know, they wake up one morning and just decide differently. And that's just the way it goes. Um, 
right now, to me, Florida has done everything, and I mean everything, that they could do to put them in the best position to get L.J. McRae. If he chooses to go to Florida State, then I don't know. They've done everything that I know that they could do. Um, L.J., you know, you go to Florida State. I, I don't know why he'd go to Florida State because Florida State has not been very good about using any of their recruits. Um, for whatever reason, Norvell hasn't hasn't played any of them. There's a lot of those guys. That, you know, you look at ours. They suck. Well, I mean, I don't know that. I don't, we haven't seen them enough to know if they suck. They don't. They don't play. They they get transfers in. The transfers play. Like none of the guys are like Norvell's kids. Um, you know, Miami's playing their recruits. We're playing ours. Georgia does theirs. Um, and it's just an odd situation with Florida State. Like I, you know, if I was a recruit, I'd be worried because is a portal guy going to take my spot? Am I ever going to get a chance? Um. It's just – it's a weird situation, and that is no way – I'm not going to dog L.J. McCray if he goes to Florida State. He makes his decision. I get it. I understand it. It's his decision. I understand completely. Um, Florida State's a good program. You know, they've, they've got a legacy. They're up, they're a high-ranking blue blood program like the rest of us. That's just what it is. Um, you want to recruit big boys like L.J. McCray, you're going to have to fight teams like Florida State and Georgia to get them. Um, this stuff ain't easy. If it was, everybody do it. So, <laughs> you know, just, just hang loose. Um, we can't do anything about it. I can't affect it. You can't affect it. Don't whine on Twitter about it. Don't, don't, don't add the LJ McCray telling me stupid. If he goes to Florida state, please don't do that. Please God, it. don't tweet the kid. Please, please don't tweet at the kid. I, I don't even want you to tweet at the kid begging him to come here. I, don't, don't do any of that. Don't, don't tweet at we- a kid ever. Don't be weird. Unless you know, you're he, tweeting the kid, tell him happy birthday or something like that, and or, even then it's a little suspect. Or, but or if he goes to Florida State, make an announcement, and you say, "Hey, man, good luck to you." That's fine, but don't, don't just don't add him and hey, LJ, you don't want to go to Florida State. That's just weird, man. <laughs> y'all, y'all got to calm down, man. Twitter ain't real life, bro. <laughs> That's what Dave Chappelle said. Yeah, y'all need to get outside. <laughs> Go in the woods, man. Hey, don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Uh, in our show. <laughs> Go in the woods. That's what we are going to say. Hey, it's hunting season starts. That's right. Get in the, uh, the rifle get in the season woods. starts Saturday. I'll be in the woods. That's right. Get in the stand. All right, Wes. How you feeling, buddy? I, I know you're stressed. This is this is a big fish. Yeah, I mean, he's a five-star guy. Um what time is the commitment, Hirsch? I have so not I, seen the time. I have not okay. seen the time anywhere. Okay, so we don't have the time to give you guys. We want to make sure so y'all be like, hey, y'all didn't say the time. We just know it's Saturday. We update it on our Facebook and Twitter when we get the time uh, so to let you guys know. But, I mean, he's a five-star guy. You guys knew uh, all of Ever since last year, I was saying 24 class was going to be it. We've been three for a long time. I'm hoping we can stay in the top three. At least don't get bumped out of the top five. This would go a long way into solidifying that top five class for me, or even maybe that top three if we can get a couple more guys in here that we're after. We still have Seton and uh, is it uh, Mincy? We still uh, some of the guys we're trying to flip uh, the big, the other big fish, Jeremiah Smith. So there's still some guys out there to keep us in the top three, uh, hopefully uh, the top five. But he is a part of that group that we need to get in this class uh, to to make sure that we stay up there with the big boys to solidify this class the way I dream, dreamt it will be. And um, I am nervous because anytime there's a guy that this big, this huge, and you, you, this is the battles that we all talked about that Napier and staff has to win. Uh, you're going against Georgia. Whether Georgia kind of sour later, whatever, means we or Florida State got them out of the way and we, we did a better job recruiting. So it, it, this is a five-star guy. So trust me, guys. And his film is legit. So it's not that He's a, just a, a name, or he's just a fact. Same way we told you to go look at DJ. Go look at LJ McCray's film. He's ridiculous. He's a phenomenal uh, edge rusher, and and hopefully, you know, guys know how I felt about these edge rushers. You see how now I talked about us getting pressure with just maybe four. Or we can maybe drop seven some time on defense. He him getting him in his class next year to go with Cersei, to go with Kelby Collins in the future to have that two deep because we already have. Um, 
I'm forgetting uh, somebody's name that's in the class now. Was it Waller? Waller. Yeah, with Waller, to have that too deep. I mean, I've got a lot of special guys that, that, that we can continue to. Even Hayes, I don't think Hayes is going to stay a linebacker. I think he's going to be rushing the passer. And we need those type of guys that we can say, hey, it's third and eight. Go make a play. Oh, you tired? All right, uh, Cersei. We see who, who our Cersei is right now. Okay, Cersei, you tired? Bring McCray in. Let McCray rush the passer this time. Bring the young guy in. Let, the same way we bring Cersei in now. So I'm, I'm hyped. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous at the same time because because this is a big fish. And, and you guys, if I if I said to you fans, y'all know how I feel about this 24 class, and I think I think he's going. I think we're going to get him. I, I'll just say that. In my opinion, I think we're going to get him. We just got to wait Saturday to find out. Because I, I said this class was going to be what it was, and, and this is going to be that class. So we, we're getting him. In my opinion, I, I'll be really really pissed if we don't. <laughs> Y'all heard it here, guys. Um, if we don't get LJ McCray on Saturday, do not tweet him. Tweet Wes on Twitter, Prince of Keating. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. get all your frustration out of Wes. <laughs> nah, guys, all, all jokes aside, I, like I said, the people that matter in this, I'm not talking about reporters. I'm not talking about your neighborhood podcast guys, these three absolutely included. Uh, they feel very silently confident and they're not trying to, they're not out there bragging about it. There's not post all over Twitter with uh, smiley face emojis and, you know, kebabs on it and shit like that. Not you know, kebab. <laughs> it just people look real G's move in silence. That's right. Like lasagna. Oh my God. Damn. <laughs> we got it. CJ, making me hungry, man. Um, and for those that don't know, we do have a little bit of an inside, you know, uh, advantage on this one. And I'm going I'm to spill that right now because it's been out there other places. Uh, Chad Lucas, who's the quality control coach for wide receivers, is on our staff, is best friends with LJ McRae's father. They, they've been friends for a very long time. They coached together at Bethune-Cookman. And have been friends for a very long time. So that we've had some inside forces working with us on this recruitment the whole time. Hopefully they pay off. Like I said, there are no givens in recruiting. Y'all know this. Don't, don't, you know, don't come on Saturday and be like, those damn guys don't respect our decision told us we was getting McCray. As of Wednesday at uh 7 16 p.m., I do believe we're getting LJ McCray. Check back with me on Saturday. All right, boys, let's move on down. We're going to talk about some other things real quick. Um, you may have seen, I just want to bring this up because I've seen people asking on Twitter and other places about it. Uh, receiver Draylon Miller decommitted from Texas A&M uh, yesterday or the day before, one of the two. A lot of people were wondering if we might go after that young man because at one point in time we were interested in him. He's a seven-on-seven seven player with, with DJ back during the summer. Uh, no. That's probably going to be a Texas LSU battle. I really don't see that one. I, he's not. He's not coming here. So shift your focus on that one. It's not going to happen. Um, now, if Texas A&M starts to go south, you may see Florida re-enter the Draylon Evans sweepstakes. And then they've kept communication open with the young man the entire time. But um, you know, just keep. We'll keep an eye on that that Texas A&M uh, because program out there because if they lose a couple more ball games, which they're more than likely to do, the Jimbo seat might explode and that class may go sideways real fast. All right, boys, that's going to really do it for the recruitments. You know, keep your, get your rabbit's foot out, rub on your rabbit's foot, you know, get your horseshoe and hang it over your door, whatever the, you know, just don't walk under any ladders or anything like that and everything yeah, will be okay. Yeah, man. Shoulder if you spill it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's Halloween season, so if you cross a black cat, it might just be normal. I don't know what yeah. to tell you on that. A um, couple other things real quick before we, we move on to the Pickums this week. Obviously, there's not a whole lot of football conversation. We, we talked about a good bit of stuff we wanted to talk about with the uh, Graham Mertz-DJ Lagway conversation, but um, wanted to give a big shout-out to Graham Mertz, SEC Offensive Player of the Week, Trey Smack, Special Teams Player of the Week. Way to go, Trey. Keep smacking. Um, I mean, just lots of awards coming out of that. Want to give a shout out to uh, Shane Beamer's foot for kicking that Gatorade cooler. 
you yeah. clown. Ricky Pearsall making the Bolitnikoff yes. watch lift. Um, um, it's been a good week for the Gators, man. I mean, yeah. Well, shout out to Ricky. That's I didn't see that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ricky's yeah. Ricky's having an absolutely ridiculous season. If you go back, the Gators haven't had a one thousand yard receiver in like God, somebody it's been since like, 02. Yeah, I was gonna say it. It's been it's been twenty years. It was a Gaffney or Caldwell. I'm not Caldwell, but uh, no, it was uh Taylor Jacobs. Taylor Jacobs. It was the third one. I couldn't remember. They left and left him by himself. Like Shout out to Jimbo. We were already talking about you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ricky Pearsall's got one more thing to fulfill his destiny, and then. <laughs> man, I'm telling you, it is it is Halloween season. Go get you some candy. Um, anyway, oh, God. My iPad's dead. Can you guys pull up his stats for me? One of you guys. I don't know if you guys. Who? Ricky. What's this? Where he, where he's at now? Oh my God! He's it's over six, almost seven hundred passing yards, three touchdowns. Okay. Yeah, he's. I'm telling you now, this is a really special, special season. He's at six hundred nineteen receiving yards. Okay, he he should get there. Hopefully, with three touchdowns. Um, obviously, you like to see. His t- I don't care about his touchdown numbers. We know what Ricky's doing. Bordenham is getting those recently. Well, um, we ain't got a whole lot of passing touchdowns in the, in yeah. the whole scheme of it, and and that's fine. I don't care about that. As you know, um, like we had this conversation. You know, remember at the beginning of the season, we said if Graham Mertz had say twenty seven hundred passing yards. Against 25, 26 passing touchdowns and 12 interceptions, I'd be really happy with that season. He's going to have a much better season than that unless he just absolutely has a mental breakdown. Now, granted, he's about to play some tough teams, but let's be honest, LSU's passing defense, he should put up some numbers. Missouri, same thing. Um, And Arkansas, we've seen Arkansas not play well either. I mean, and Florida State pass defense ain't – Nothing f- fancy either, and that's a home game. And you know it's going to be a shootout. Let's just be <laughs> honest. It's going to be a shootout. So he's going to be throwing the ball. Now, hopefully he's still standing upright by then, offensive line. Please help me. Um, But this is what this week is for, man. Get these guys rested. Um, A lot of people have been talking about what's wrong with Trevor Entian. Um, it was revealed this week by some people that know that he has a sprained AC joint in his shoulder, which is why you saw him – running out of bounds and avoiding contact with his, with his shoulder is because he has that sprained AC joint. So this is a week for that to get healthy. Um, it's another week for Kingsley to get healthy. And I don't know if Kingsley will play. I mean, Kingsley, you know, you're looking at Brock Bowers being out for the season potentially with a high ankle sprain and getting this tightrope surgery. Well, Kingsley's been fighting through a, a high ankle sprain since before the season. And it's gotten re-aggravated twice. So, Fortunately, Jake Slaughter's coming along. Jake Slaughter has come a long way. Now, like we said, he's about to play some some big boys that have some some higher recruits on their on their defensive lines. But you don't get better without facing, you know, the better the competition you face, the better your game is going to get. Either you're going or that, or you're going to sink. But um, I look real forward to hearing some of the comments that come out out of the bye week from Billy and company about it as far as how they approached it. Um, the rest that they gave some of these guys. Uh, people keep asking about Devin Moore. We've talked about Devin Moore. Devin Moore is just one injury after another. Um, it's an unfortunate situation. We really could use that young man. I hope I hope he's ready for Georgia. I hope they find the miracle cure that makes his bones stronger, um, you know, or whatever it is that just keeps getting hurt. But, man, we really need that young man and need him in a bad way. He's got great instincts at the cornerback position. Just got to get him on the field. Um, and, you know, get get well, get rested, get refocused. Know that you've got this, this game coming up with now, like we said, Brock Bowers isn't going to play. Does that change the outcome of this game? I mean, I've watched every snap Georgia's taken pretty much this year because my wife is a huge Georgia fan, and we watch Georgia when Florida's, you know, not on and I will say that Carson Beck had really started to find his rhythm with, with Brock Bowers in the last couple of weeks, especially in the second half of that Auburn game moving on. So this could be a significant injury. They still got some, some really good, talented weapons, but 
He just doesn't have, you know, that Brock Bowers is that guy that gets the ball on, on run plays, on pass plays, on just everything. Um, of course, now it's been Lad McConkey that's killed us the last couple of years, but it, it'll be interesting, like I said, to see how we approach it and to see if with an extra week of prep, if we add any more offensive wrinkles that we've seen each and every week, you know, a couple of new plays, a couple of new plays to give Georgia a different look because you know that Kirby and Muschamp are going to – they're going to have a scheme ready for us. We've, they, they've seen what Kentucky was able to do, and that's always been – it seems like Kirby's blueprint the last few years is, okay, what did, what did Stoops do to him and then expand on that with better athletes. So, all right, guys. We're gonna we're gonna rest on the on the Florida Gators this week. Um, like I said, enjoy your bye week. Get some get some time off this week and, and spend some time with your family. But before we go, it's time for those week eight pickums, baby. Hurst took some L's last week, man. Oh my God! Once again, yeah. Look at this nonsense. CJ went nine and one on the week. Nine and one for CJ. Damn hey. USC. Eight and two for Wes and six and four for Hirsch, bringing the season records to 48 and 22 for Hirsch, 47 and 23 for CJ, and Wes at 46 and 24. Man, I mean, it's getting tight now, boys. And I had to take an L to damn Wes's commanders on Sunday as the Falcons look like total crap. So, all right. Desmond Ritter Ritter came out looking. (laughs) Looking like prime Montana and went out looking like prime Mariota. Um, it's just oh. <laughs> told you Sam I was better than him. Go ahead. Sam Howell played a damn good football game. Shout out to the North Carolina grad. I hope I, I hope uh Florida has their own North Carolina quarterback next year. I mean, I hope I hope um the Falcons have their own North Carolina quarterback next year. But we'll probably win too many damn games to make that happen. All right, let's go, boys. We're going to start it out in the Pac-12. Speaking of that damn USC, Utah at USC. Is 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 our boy out there ever going to play it? Utah, it don't look like he is. CJ, who you picking? Man, I'd love to pick Utah, but I just can't. Uh, give me USC. I like Utah's defense, but I don't know if they're going to be able to score without, without Cam. I mean, they didn't. They didn't light us up. So, um, yeah, I'll take USC. All right, Wes. Yeah, I'm going with USC on this one. Yeah, I, my analysis is the exact same as CJ's. I think they can probably force some turnovers on Caleb. He's shown he's prone to turn the ball over here recently. But they just I don't think they can score enough points, man. Not, not in, even at home. It just – Oh, oh, on the road. I know yeah, that's what I'm saying. If worse. it was at Utah, I'd probably have a, a different opinion, but but on the road, no. All right. Let's move on to this one. I think this one we're just picking sheer for maybe comical sake, but um UCF travels. They wanted they wanted to be in a major conference, baby, and they're by God, it. they got it. <laughs> UCF got it. They're gonna go visit their old quarterback at Oklahoma. Dylan Gabriel's got the down Sooners doing the thing. Wes, who we taking? Boomer. Ooh, I hate that guy. Boomer. <laughs> CJ, do I have to ask? No, you don't. Boomer sooner. Doing this for good old JR. I bet. I bet. <laughs> By God. <laughs> That's what they're going to say. By God, he broke it in half. That's what they're going to say. About I'm going to tell you right now, Oklahoma, Dylan Gabriel, might. I, you know he's got to be amped for this game. I bet he. I bet he puts up conversation. I bet he puts up ridiculous numbers on these boys this week just to say, "Oh, y'all wanted it. Y'all want. Y'all wanted to come without me." But mm, all right, Oklahoma by fifty. Um. (laughs) All right, up in Big Ten territory, uh, khaki pants. Michigan travels to Michigan State. CJ. Michigan. Michigan State is rough. They're in bad shape. Wes. Blue. Who? Don't they say go blue or something like that? Oh, I didn't hear what you said. I... Go blue. I thought whatever said blue, like Halloween. Nah, nah. Go I know. Blue. I was like, what's what's scary about blue. this other than what the score might be? 
Yeah, whatever they call call it, go blue, big blue, something like that. Meat chicken. Yeah, take it to meat chicken. Yeah, uh, Michigan State, man, what a what a mess that's become. Oof, boy. All right. Ole Miss travels to the Plains to take on Auburn West. Oh wait, West, you had the last one. No, you didn't. No, West, me. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't think Auburn can score with Ole Miss. I need Ole Miss to look good anyway, so they can beat Georgia. Yep. CJ? Ole Miss. Auburn Auburn doesn't have the, the offense to hang. Yeah, West. Uh, um, um, Lane's got that thing rolling. He, he, that'll probably be a tight game, though, because that's just how this crap works. Yeah. It'll probably be a, a nail-biter to the final because Ole Miss has a way of playing down to people. It's yeah, very weird. Do. All right. Except Alabama. Um, <laughs> yeah. Shane Beamer and the Gamecocks drag that foot on up to Missouri. CJ, who are we taking here? Mizzou. Even Mizzou. South Carolina, I think I think we just punched South Carolina in the gut. I don't think they're going to be able to come back from it. Wes? Yeah, same thing, Mizzou. On the road, too? Nah. Yeah, man, Brady Cook's about to have field day on these boys right here. I'm telling you now, I wonder what, I wonder what Shane Beamer's going to blame for who all he's going to blame for the loss after? If his foot wasn't broke, if it wasn't for his foot, he could have coached better than yeah, one. That I never heard somebody whine so bad about so much stuff. Shut up. Just shut up. All right. Mississippi State travels to Arkansas in a battle of mid. <laughs> Wes, who are you taking? Uh, Sam Pittman, don't let me down. Oh. oh. CJ. Oh man, this is tough. You got Sam two. Pittman's coaching for his job. I got you. Got two teams that are really, really just taking it. Um, I, I'll take Arkansas just because they're at home. Yeah, sadly, I wish Arkansas would lose this game so Sam Pittman could pack his truck and head <laughs> to Florida. Yeah, but I, I got a feeling Arkansas at home. Uh, oh, you know, Mich- Oh. Mississippi State still trying to figure out their identity out there. All right, let's get into some fun games. Here we go. Clemson travels for a night game to a neutral site to play Miami. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> CJ. Give me Clemson. We're finding out how good Miami is. And, it hurt, and, and Van Dyke's hurt, I believe, as well. Oh, boy, we get to watch Jacuri play. Wes. Miami, oh, and three, and oh, for the last three, three in a row, three L's in a row. It's fun to watch the wheels fall off the bus, ain't it? Give me the damn go Tigers. <laughs> and I hate picking Dabo Sweeney for anything, but huh, I want to see Miami lose everything. All right. Tennessee travels to Bama. And let's think about this for a second. If anybody, in the country, is up for a good revenge game. Nick Saban does not forget. <laughs> Wes, who are you taking? Roll Tide. CJ. Give me the Tide. Nick Saban ain't going mean, to – I'm sorry. Um, I've seen Tennessee play. Their offense just cannot get it going. They got a better defense. I'm telling you now, I guarantee you, Saban has had this game circled on his calendar for a year. Remember in 09, just after we beat them, and I mean, Saban is the best in the business on in a revenge game because he stews over that mess and he game plans. And now Hendon Hooker ain't walking out that tunnel in this game. <laughs> I think it's going to be a long day for Joe Milton. All right. The Duke Blue Devils travel to Tallahassee to take on the Knowles. CJ. Florida State. I hate it, but I'll take Florida State. I'd love for Duke to win. I'd, I'd be happy if they did. Wes. Every week I have to pick one time with my heart. <laughs> Not my head. This is my upset special. Gotta, we've picked all of us picked the same games. The only way I can we have. Run. We have picked the same ones. It's it's a it's a pretty yeah. slate. And I and I should probably go with y'all because I know you're gonna probably pick Florida State too, Harris, but uh 
Man, go with it. I think it's not a good defense. This might yeah. be the best defense. Who could pull it off for sure? But I just don't. They quarterback is back, right? I'm just, he's not back again? Is he, is he back? I don't, I don't know. know. He's still hurt. I have not heard one way or the other. Um, can, I, can I go back to the Florida State if he doesn't play? Can I do it that way? I got to go. You were all on Kansas last week with, with without yeah. their quarterback. You were good with it. They almost won, too, against Oklahoma. They lost <laughs> in the fourth quarter. Uh, that was my one that I, I would have swapped with you on the, in, the, in the pickles. Um, I, I, I'm uh, I'm gonna say Florida State because I don't know if that quarterback. But I'm gonna switch. I'm gonna go back. But I hope Duke wins. I'm gonna go. You know what? I'm gonna do the reverse because every time I pick against Florida State, they win. So of course they're undefeated. But I'm gonna go with Florida State. I'm gonna go with Florida State. Did y'all catch it all that? I'm it is. <laughs> At the end of the day, he's picking Florida State. Yeah, I'm jinxing them. All right, top I ten matchup works. of the week. A noon game at that. Big 12. The big, the, the big 10 is weird, man. <laughs> they don't know how to make – no wonder they're – I don't know how they make any money in that conference. How do you – it's like giving away Hogan and Goldberg in the damn Georgia Dome <laughs> on a Monday night nitro. On a pre-show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Penn State at Ohio State. Wes, who you taking? Penn State been sneaky good. And I don't trust Ohio State. Their defense has been better, though. It's at Ohio State, right? At Ohio, Ohio State, State. At, at the horseshoe. This will be my upset. I'm going with Penn State. Oh, he takes the Nittany Lions. This is my upset. All right, CJ. If they were playing in Happy Valley, I'd be all about taking Penn State. But playing in Ohio State in the horseshoe at 12 o'clock, give me Ohio State. At twelve o'clock, yeah, like <laughs> it's like because like, that like that's some kind of advantage. This is a brunch that's a eleven special. o'clock game. It's, o'clock. it's not an advantage for Penn State. I'll tell you that much. It, it might they help still, they're State. gonna be throwing up their pancakes still on this game, man. Right? Yeah. I, oh God! I, give me Ohio State in like a seventeen thirteen game. I, I, I yeah, I could see this thing being a slog. Like I, I don't. I'm not excited about it at all. I'm not even going to probably watch it. I'll probably be doing something. Oh, like I said, it's, it's opening day hunt season. I'm hoping to be uh, uh doing uh, working on some deer meat. It'll um, be like that Wisconsin <laughs> Iowa game we <laughs> Thanks for thanks for nothing, Wisconsin. Golly, I thought you'd be the well, they they got it figured out now. Graham Burch is gone. They got Tanner Mordecai. <laughs> now they're all no, their he's hurt too. He's, his oh. hands broke. Well, he broke his hand. They told me to have Graham Birds and I could have fun, and I'm having fun. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know about them, though. All right, boys and girls, we appreciate you, as always, tuning in. Um, obviously, those picks were pretty uh, straightforward across the board. You could probably bet on those picks. That, you know, we're <laughs> – <laughs> They kind of all went with the money. We kind of all went on the money line on that one. Um, But, hey – Watch some college football this weekend, or don't. Like I said, take the weekend off. Decompress from your fandom. Spend time with your family. You probably hadn't seen them in seven weeks. <laughs> <laughs> On a Saturday. I mean, obviously, you've seen them the rest of the day. Yeah, go do a pumpkin patch. Yeah, man. Go get on a hayride or some mess. Yeah, whatever, yeah. Hayride. Whatever normal Petting people do. Whatever. I ain't doing it, but you, you know, whatever. Go to Disney World. Do whatever they do down there. I don't know where you're at. But... <laughs> Go go see haunted mansion, whatever. Yeah, um, but it, whatever you do, be safe, have fun, have a great weekend, guys. Um, CJ, anything to add before we jump? Nope. Just thank you guys so much for supporting us as creators. Check out the Twitter. Check out the Facebook. Um, check out the YouTube. Subscribe, like, comment, all that good stuff. Check out our friends with Alma Mater. Alma Mater's got some new stuff dropping every week. Check them out. Uh, they're they're friends of the show. Use our link. It helps us out a ton. I'm sure there's more stuff's going to be coming out very soon. Um, you've got all these games coming up, senior day stuff, uh, the the game, the veterans uh, game, the black uniforms. So they're probably going to keep selling some more of the, uh, the, the black hats and the black t-shirts and things like that for you guys. So check those out, get your gear for the Arkansas game. Um, but thank you so much as always, you guys have done a great job. Also too, I want to say this about last week. Uh, understand that everything is not perfect. Even when you win, so, you know, you guys can, like, stop coming from my head because I, I dare to criticize a bad play. It's okay. 
I'm 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 actually one of the more fair sunshine pumpers out there. So like, calm down. It's okay. I understand you guys think we win. Everything's perfect. We lose. Everything's going to hell. So <laughs> we're just giving our opinions. We're not. We're not. Uh, we're not like, experts. We, like I said at the top of the show, guys. We're just trying to keep it level and give a breakdown of what we see, good and bad. Believe you me, there are no three guys in the world more thankful for a W than these three guys right here. Right. <laughs> I was screaming at my TV when Ricky caught his touchdown. Um, like a like a schoolgirl. <laughs> I, I, so, I fell to my knees. I was so happy. I, was, I know it was it was it was horrible. I, I couldn't believe it. I passed out from exhaustion. Be, I wouldn't be playing. Man, super fan. <laughs> <laughs> I was, praying. Right, I was praying. All right, Wes, send us off. Yeah, what her said. Y'all don't understand how depressed I was. I didn't even talk to those guys the week after Kentucky. They was like, Wes. You didn't, man. We had to send a damn. I had to send a search party for Wes. We had uh, Wes on the back of milk cartons. Find my yeah. iPhone. Try, you know, yeah, uh, wellness, dog the account. bounty hunter was out there looking for. Yeah, we should have wellness check. Yeah, come this on for a check Man, yeah. that's so we care. We 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 really care. We love the program. We want to win, just like uh, we the team wants to win. Billy wants to win. You can saw. I don't know if you uh, if, if anybody saw that clip of Billy after the game, how he jumped up kicking like like he was doing some karate or something after the game. We're going to the sideline. That's how hype he was, and that's how we were. Like her said, when Ricky caught that, I was like, oh, you know, ace, you know, s h i t. That's how I felt. Like I felt that. I know you guys felt it too. It was a good comeback. We were down. I don't, I'm not one of those people that goes like I, I read comments on the message board. And some of y'all melt down. Oh, get rid of everybody, and then we win. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all Melting like, down oh. before the last. Before yeah. there's with ten minutes left in the game. Yeah, I thought he was so, doing karate. That was Shane Beamer. <laughs> a hell of a kick. <laughs> Kicking a Gatorade cooler. That he should have known that karma was gonna bite him. But uh, but but yeah, we just we we have to point out the things that we see, and we won't be giving you guys the full breakdowns. We don't say, hey, we need to get better in this area. We won't be true to you and true to ourselves. We don't point those things out, but uh, we do love and support. We we, we hear you guys. You see, we, we read the comments, so that's why we continue to ask you guys to do the comments with us. We, if you want to follow along uh, with the. Uh, the, the pickums do that as well. Just put yours down there. I know this week was kind of easy. We can come, come back against us. See who knows ball better. We always tell you we appreciate that. Hit the like and subscribe button. Uh, description, go to Alma Mater, get your gear. Uh, support our veterans as always. You know how we feel about that. So, um, But until next week, because we won't do a raw action because there's nothing to do, uh, we get ready for Georgia and prep Georgia. I have some stuff to say about that, some stuff I've already been looking up, uh, some inside, some hidden stats uh, in there already. Special content. So uh, get ready for that dropping next week. And as always, go Gators. Work them silly, baby. Go Gators. Go Gators, baby. Enjoy your bye week. Have fun. Enjoy your family. God bless. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. 
Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.